Hello, so we're ready to do another episode of the Q Chat, and I'm super excited. So if anyone has been following our podcast, you may be familiar with an episode I did with Miss China, the writer, and she's fabulous and awesome. So she's back, and we're going to do another episode today entitled Go Solo, and we're going to talk about embracing your singleness and just enjoying it. So I want to give Miss China the floor. Hey, Miss China. Hello, world. This you... is, as she just stated, China the writer. <laughs> yes. And I'm so excited to be here again. We're, we're having a great time on these podcasts. Yes, we're having a lot of fun. So. We and Miss China, we came up with this idea because after we recorded the last episode last week, we had such a good rapport. I think we stayed on the phone after we stopped recording for practically an hour, right? Yes, we did. We just couldn't stop. <laughs> right. So we <laughs> so mentioned to talk about. Right. So one of the things you mentioned, which I love, was you were telling me like your Valentine's plans because that's also your birthday, right? And you were mentioning just some things you did, and I was like, wow, that's cool. I just was kind of like inspired because I felt like wow this is somebody that's really living her life regardless you know so that's why we came up with the idea of go solo so I just want to give you the floor let's start it off like let's just talk about being single okay most definitely I I want to just say because you mentioned um, Valentine's Day as I'm a faithful Instagrammer and I noticed a lot of people were doing uh, anti-Valentine's Day and so to anti a day that I was born on I don't really have the luxury of just dismissing Valentine's Day but I was looking at the reasons because a lot of people a lot of women and there were a few men were disappointed because they were either single on Valentine's Day or someone that they were with they expected more from them so that got me to looking closer at Valentine's Day and just living single all together. Now, as I stated, Valentine's Day is my birthday. So there is no dismissing that day. I have to face it every year. <laughs> and I will be honest, every year, it has usually been a very disappointing day for me. Mm. But this year, I took control of it. I love the performing arts. I bought tickets on my birthday. I bought t- tickets to three things, the Atlanta Ballet, the play Set It Off, and the play Hamilton, which I've been dying to go to. I bought all three tickets. That was my gift to myself, and I bought one ticket for me because I decided to go solo, pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to do something for myself. I dressed up, and Hamilton is not till the end of, of April, but the other two I've done for the last few weeks, and I enjoyed every bit of it by myself. That's by myself. Awesome. So no one had the opportunity to ruin my day or I didn't have an opportunity to, to have a, a pity party or to look around at everybody that's on their date because I was comfortable with the decision that I made for myself 
for my day. Well, let me ask you. I know you just mentioned that previously there's been Valentine's Days that you said had just simply been disappointing. So can you elaborate more on the disappointment that you felt for Valentine's? Was it because, because I know a lot of people get wrapped up in it. I got wrapped up in it, honestly, a few weeks ago. I was in my feelings all day and I was actually shocked at myself. I'm like, wait a minute, why am I like pissed off, you know, over somebody I was dating, dropping a ball today? Like, I just was kind of like, really? Like, girl, you better than this. So, (laughs) I mean, so for you, what would you tie into the disappointment that you said you felt in the past for Valentine's Day? Right. Well, I can say that the, what actually was the catalyst for me taking control of my being single, embracing it, was last Valentine's Day. Last Valentine's Day, I thought that I was in a relationship where I was with someone that loved me, and I thought that we that I was going to spend some time with them well they never came through so I sat around and, and I had a really good friend who was trying to take take me out so much because she's in a relationship so of course she wanted to spend that evening with her 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 uh, boyfriend so my lunch I held up my lunch trying to wait on the person that I I was in love with to spend time with me but like I said he never came through I talked to him throughout the day Five o'clock ran into six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, still nothing. And although I got a gift from him, I never saw him. And I told him that a gift means absolutely nothing. And I could have gotten, you know, I could buy myself things. I wanted to see him. Mm. So when that didn't happen, I said never again because I wasted my friend's time because I held up my day because I was trying to see you know, the man that I love, but when he didn't come through, my birthday just came and went, and there was nothing significant about it. And that's when I said, never again. Mm. Never again will I allow anyone to control my emotions, my emotions, and take over a day that is what's for me. A day was my birthday. Right. So I said, you know what? I got to learn how to be single because I should have taken myself out last year. <laughs> right, right. And enjoy because I don't have anything memorable about that day. How did you feel? How did you feel this past Valentine's Day when you went out? Did you feel empowered? Did you feel like, you know, you were being fully confident? Did you feel like you had taken control over having any type of disappointment on this past Valentine's Day because you decided to not be negative, you know, and to just live it up? Right. Now, I'll tell you, this this year, uh, a good friend of mine took me to breakfast and bought me a a tripod so that I can start my YouTube channel. So it started off amazing. (laughs) I um, was out and about. I got my hair done, my nails done the day before so that on my birthday I can be out and about looking good. So yes, I woke up empowered. I bought outfits for both plays. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. All by my damn self. Right, right. <laughs> and I was. I strutted out the car to the Atlanta Ballet. And all, all these couples were there because I went to the Atlanta Ballet the day after Valentine's Day. So it was still couples weekend. But I held my head up and I sat next to some couples at the ballet and I did not feel ashamed. I don't care if they were looking at me like I'm some lonely woman. Ain't none of their business. I was fine. And I, I think was fine. I did the same thing the next weekend. It set it off, which was last weekend. Showed up. 
I saw people out and about. They were still coupled up, and I held my head up high, and I enjoyed myself at the play. And then I went out to dinner with a friend afterwards. I I, I had a great week, actually, <laughs> for my birthday. The entire week was amazing. But I did that. And I can look back and say, you know what? You did that for yourself. You didn't wait around on somebody to give it to you. You took control of it, and it felt good. It felt good that I could, first of all, afford to buy the tickets and that I could afford to get hair, nails, and all that because, and I can afford that because I work every day. I deserve it. Mm. Nobody has to give me praise or validate me. I deserved it. So I gave it to myself. That's perfect. And I think that's very empowering, actually. <laughs> Like it just you know, if you can't enjoy your own company, who else is gonna love it? And you know one of my favorite mantras since I started the whole Gold Queen brand is go love yourself. Like seriously. And that's you know, self love is I can't stress that enough. You have to love yourself. Like I said, I was been out of shape on Valentine's, which I was shocked in myself that I actually allowed a person to get under my skin because I felt like they had just it was such a flimsy day. And I'm like, you know what, if I didn't love myself, I would have been dwelling on that for centuries. I'm just like, you know what, it is what it is. Let me move on. But I think it's important when people are single to embrace their singleness. You know, and like you said, you enjoyed yourself. You still did things that you have to do. Do you feel that a lot of people may have a hard time? Like, Because we talked about this before we started recording, how some people like to limit themselves. And, well, I can't do... B or C until I get A of getting with my partner, you know, so they tend to hold themselves back and they tend to waste a lot of time because they're waiting for that partner, which may or may not come quite frankly. Do you feel that if people would just kind of do what you just said, if they would be more open-minded and just live in the moment that they would be more happier and uh, be able to embrace their singleness? Absolutely. Um, one of the things that you and I discussed well, before we started recording was that I know some people that didn't want to purchase a home. And that's men and women. I have both male friends and female friends, and they waited. They're waiting. They waited up until their 40s to consider purchasing a home because my male friend wanted to purchase it with a wife. And my female friend wanted to purchase it with a husband. They said, that's a big ticket item. I would love purchase that with my husband but guess what life hadn't given them one (laughs) and so they waited and they waited and they waited and it never came and now they're out scrambling around looking for a home and then now they're considering size but they're like well I don't have a family to put in it so I told them I said this is how I think I said these big five bedroom homes that you guys are looking at who's about to live in it because the last time I checked you were single I said the same thing for the last couple of years. I said I simply wanted a two-bedroom, two-bath townhome. I don't have a husband. My, I have a daughter, but she is grown and has a husband and a child of her own. So it's me. I don't know what God is going to send me, but I cannot stop my life and wait for someone to come because I don't know when my last day on this earth is going to be. So if I want it, Go get it. And I told them the same thing. I said, get something that you're going to be comfortable in. And I said, not saying that God can't send you this this husband or this wife and this family, but they're not here now. Why don't you live in the moment? Find something that you can afford on your own. 
fix it up like a palace and live in it until that, that wonderful day comes where you can share it with someone else. And maybe then, if you want something else, go and purchase something else with them. But live for what you have right now. Be thankful for it. And enjoy it. Amen. I agree. What's your tips on, I feel like, just to stretch that, I think that's the whole problem. Like, some people just can't, some people can't be alone, to be honest. Right. I mean, I know some people, like, they literally go from person to person. And it's like, you can't even keep up with. Yes. It's like, wow, like, can you take some time alone? You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just not worth it to me. But I think some people literally cannot be alone. Like, they're serial monogamous. Like, they go from one person to the next. They literally break, break up with someone one week sometimes even the same week they're off to the next person instead of giving themselves some type of break to get to know themselves and it's just me personally I think it's bizarre I'm not judging but like I said my personal opinion is it's like they don't give themselves a break now on the flip side I do believe in dating in a healthy manner meaning if you haven't committed to someone okay it is healthy to date you know and not throw all your eggs in one basket i'm not knocking that but as far as like the whole serial monogamy like one minute you all boot up with somebody <laughs> you and boo don't make it next week you boot up with somebody else it's like whoa <laughs> it's like you need to give yourself a break you know do you what's your thoughts Hi. on just let's say let's say there's a serial monogamous listening <laughs> they listen to us and they're like, man, what are they talking about? Like, I like to lay next to somebody. I need to have somebody. Let's say that person right. is listening. What would you suggest to them in order to embrace their singleness, to just enjoy themselves other than, other than you know, like I said, some people can't even fathom the idea of being alone. You know what? I know several people like that, but let me let me say this. When I meet people like that, and, and my, my very close friends know I've been saying this for years, I will say to them, you ever go to sleep at night with someone and wake up in the morning and feel empty, empty. I felt that way before. And I told them, I said, if you bounce from one person to the next, then first of all, you don't know that person well enough to be trying to build something with. That's the first thing. But the second is when they're bouncing from one person to the other, in my opinion, they're looking for this person to validate something within themselves. They'll never find it. They will never find it because, first of all, it is not that person's responsibility to validate them. They don't know them. You know you. So you're looking for something in other people that you don't know how to find within yourself so those people that can't be alone they are alone in a relationship mm. and i believe that i know people that are in relationships have been in relationships and they are the loneliest people i've ever met in my life mm. and i'm like how in the hell do you have a relationship just to say you're in one right but you you're alone so i say to those people Find your happiness within yourself. Don't look for it in that person. And definitely don't look for someone to give you or to validate you or to credit you or to to give you something that you can't give yourself. It's impossible. Mm. It's impossible. 
whoever wrote that saying to get over one person, you got to crawl up under another. <laughs> and this is my opinion is a complete idiot. Right. <laughs> that's an idiot. That makes a lot of people think that that's okay, girl, to get over that person that's going to crawl up under somebody else. That's a lie. It is. So if there's a woman out there that's doing it, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Oh, and some men, do, some men do it too. I've seen it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Probably I said. And men, you're absolutely right. Right. They, they do it too. For, and that's the most dangerous thing to me, in my opinion. Right. It's really dangerous when when a lot of men do it. Because I have seen the wreckage that a man can cause when they bounce from woman to woman to woman. Now, I ain't gonna lie. There are some women that could be cold. Mm-hmm. When I've seen a man just be a monster to women... Because they they spend a week with this one, a week with that one. I'm like, oh my god, y'all can literally just walk away like that. Right, like there's y'all no close connection. The door, they just leave the door open. Hmm? There's no connection, and once again, it's like it's a void. Because if you oh, yeah. go from one person to one person, one person to the next, you haven't taken any time to invest in anyone. It's just a void, you know. Like you just trying to fill up an empty space that's never going to be filled. That's my personal opinion um it's just impossible to get to know people when you keep going from person to person I feel like you don't even know what you want at that point you know you have no idea right like and then on top of that too I feel like you have to spend some level of time with yourself to get to know yourself because I feel like another trap too if you do that serial dating you start dating people so many like okay like I said you boot up one minute (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't work. You with somebody else. And we, whether we want to admit it or not, when you date someone, you adapt to that person to a degree. Okay, just like Chris Rock said, when you date someone, you're dating their representative. Okay, when you first yes. date someone, you do adapt a bit to that person. Okay, they may be into some stuff you're not necessarily into or you're adapting and you're bending and you're folding to get to know that person. So when you keep doing that, I feel like you're not even being your authentic self because you haven't given yourself any time or space in between people. So you just, right. once again, you're just a little shell. You're just moving back and forth. You know what? Earlier today, I was on the phone with a, um, a male friend of mine, and we were actually having a conversation about representatives. And he and I, we swap war stories from time to time, dating <laughs> war stories. And... I was telling him that when I was actively in the dating game, I had learned how to be the person that the man was looking for. And oh my goodness, this was about about 10 years ago. If I knew that a man wanted a very feminine woman, then I would go out and buy every dress (laughs) (laughs) that I could find and heels and just be this person that he was looking for because I wanted to be with somebody anybody Mm. because I didn't want to be alone if I knew that he was looking for Miss Corporate America this whole power couple thing that I made sure that he knew that I was a mover and a shaker I would brag on myself just so he could hear me say these things and I'm not even that type of person Mm. to not be single I was holding on to this representative and trying to become something that I wasn't just so that I can have somebody and I always say somebody anybody Mm -hmm. because if this man could not accept me 
for who I was, and I shouldn't have been trying to be with him anyway. But I didn't realize that. I said, okay, well, I don't want to be alone. And my saying is, I don't want to be in the nursing home and somebody else got to push my wheelchair around because I, I never got married. I ain't got nobody. So I feel like, let me jump into this dating game and get me somebody real fast and jump back out. Right. <laughs> right. And I think because we go into the whole wheel of wanting to be with someone. And I feel like when you have that desperation to be in a relationship or just to say you have somebody, any old body, you start making some cloudy decisions. I've done it. I remember I dated someone for like seven months. And to be honest, very first date, there were red flags. There was stuff that I was like, hmm. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, well, you know. I'll, you know, give this a shot, you know, and bend certain things and compromise wrong at, towards the end. I'm like, okay, this is exactly why. And I'm one of the strongest proponents of this. I've said it so many times. Do not settle. I don't care if you, it, it's going to backfire sooner or later. But once again, I, when you have that eagerness or you're not really thinking fully or you just in your mind wanting that person next to you. We start doing some stuff that makes no sense, and we end up with people that don't even have, shouldn't even go past gold, quite frankly, because we're so wrapped up in the notion of being with somebody. Because once again, some of us can't be alone, you know, or we have these phases where we really don't want to be single. I know me personally, I've had those phases where it's like, oh, I don't want to be single. Then I've gotten into a relationship and I'm like, what were you thinking? Like, I'll literally be in the middle of the relationship. Like, I feel really smothered right now. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> like, and I think, honestly, some some people I think really aren't meant for relationships or even monogamy, for example. Or there's some phases in our lives where I feel like it's really not the right time to bring in another person. Now, that takes some maturity to kind of say, oh, well, you know, I'm in the middle of building something or uh, even, mm-hmm. oh, my finances are not where they need to be at or just whatever the reason is, this is not the time to bring in another person. I feel like more people need to step back and look at that sometimes because I've dated people sometimes and once we got deep into a relationship, I'm, I said to myself, because like, as I said, when you first date someone, you are dating a representative, but you know, once you get more comfortable those layers start to come down and then it's like, right. (laughs) Then when you get more comfortable and then they get more comfortable with you and you start learning more. And I've said to myself, why were they trying to date in the first place? Like, wait, you got X, Y, Z going on. Like this isn't really (laughs) ideal things right now to make you a prime candidate, you know? So I just feel like sometimes we don't think sometimes. Right now, you know what? I, what you just said, I totally agree, but I also have another perspective on that. Now, I do agree that if you are, um, if you're living in your mom's house, and that's man or woman, hmm. <laughs> unless you're or your dad's house or what have you, hmm. if they have a disability or what have you, and you have a reason to be there, see, there's a, if there's a story there, then I won't judge for living at home with your parents because a lot of people... If they get older, their parents get older. So it depends on the story as to why they why they their parents house. Hmm. But I will say this: people's what I call dateability. If they can't take me on a date because they're in between jobs or they child support kicking their butt, 
and they don't have no extra money. I'm like, why are you dating in the first place? So I totally agree with that. You, if you don't have the time or the finances to date me properly, then maybe you find somebody that got less expectations than I have of you. Maybe you don't have to take certain people on a date. Maybe they okay with first date Netflix and chill. And you know what I'm saying? You don't have to. I'm not. That ain't me. But if if you have to find somebody that fits you where you are in life, so what I may deem as a guy being un, you know, that that's, that's not dateable. Some other woman may think that it's okay, and that's that's fine for her. So, in my opinion, there's a lot of people that shouldn't be in the dating game, men or women. Mm-hmm. I mean, women men that and women is trying to date anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Men and women for sure. Right, but also some uh, a male friend of mine put this thought in my head. He said, "Well, wait a minute now. If if you're saying that this person is not dateable." You don't believe in building with somebody. Let's just say he would always say, let's just say they're, they're working at a at a food establishment and they don't make a lot of money, but they're trying. Would you consider that man dateable, or would you say that you don't want him because he don't got a lot? And then I would say uh, it just depends on the man. He said because, and this is coming right out of the conversation I had today. That's why I, I wish that he could come on. Because he was like, no, it's a lot of women say they want things out of out of men, and we just not good enough. Mm. No matter what we do, it's not good enough. So when we were talking about that, the perspective that he brought in was, um, how can you say who who is or is, is not dateable when you really don't know what you want in the first place? And I said, that's a good point. So Very good point. Women and men need to sit down and decide what they're looking for. Because they don't even know what they're looking for. So it's kind of like, um, are you looking for, and everybody that's dating doesn't mean they're dating to marry either. That's another aspect. Some people just want to date and have a good time, and that's okay. Right, but make sure that other person knows that. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Make sure the other person knows it. Because there's nothing wrong with just wanting to date and be free and live your best life. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you're just trying to date... And be free, which like, once again, I don't knock, but you start dating this person who they're trying to date with a purpose. They're trying to date with a goal and a finish line because they are in a stage in their life, which there's nothing wrong with that. They're in a stage in their life where they want something serious. They want monogamy. They want marriage, possibly. Don't date them. Okay. And you need to be upfront from the beginning, you know, and I just think that's a lot of the pitfalls, too. And I, once again, I definitely don't knock. Just wanting to date and be free. That's the whole purpose of dating, actually. Just to have fun. But on right. the flip side, I also don't knock people. Like, I, I saw this couple one time. They ended up getting married. But before they got engaged, every time, you know, they would post, like, the little cute couple, little Instagram pic girl. Aww. They'd always have the little hashtag dating <laughs> with a purpose. And I don't knock them because they ended up... He did an elaborate proposal, and they ended up getting married because they both were dating with the purpose of marriage, and that's cool, but you have to be straightforward, too. Let that be known from the beginning. Hey, I'm just swiping through Tinder. I'm just trying to date. I don't want anything serious. (laughs) Put that in your damn profile. (laughs) It's just like, you're going to make things so simple, you know, but once again, some of the stuff you were saying about, you know, just not... 
knowing people and things of that nature because we looking for warm bodies sometimes and we make wrong decisions oh, yeah. but another thing i want to touch on what you mentioned about it's so funny you mentioned about people dating um people that live that's living with their parents um i'm gonna clear my throat because i unfortunately dated someone one time and they was living with their mother and i was just like i never asked him directly but i always said to myself why is he living with his mama you know, but there was an age gap between us. Like I was the older person. So for me, a lot of times I was kind of like giving him like a pass. Cause like, oh, he just young, even though a girl, he was in his thirties. You're not a baby. But in my mind, I was trying to justify oh, stuff. Cause I was like, oh, well, he young, you know, like, I, you know, I don't know. Like it's uh, no, at the end of the day, why are you living with your mama? Like, I'm just saying right. like, that's really not appealing and that's just my opinion. I'm not. So anybody listening, please don't inbox me like, oh, you're knocking people live with their mama. No, I'm not. I don't care. I'm just saying for me in my house, <laughs> for me in the house of Sharonda, I can't live with, no, I can't rock with nobody that live with their mama at the end of the day. I just thought it was kind of like weird and bizarre. There was times I even went to visit this person and their mama making all this noise. It's like, seriously, like I remember dealing with this in my teenage years or my twenties, but I'm... If God says so, about to be 43 years old, it was like, what am I doing? You know, so, but back to another thing you mentioned about, okay, let's say a person's not where they're at in life. I do feel on an individual case-by-case basis, there are some situations where the person may have potential and you know for a fact, well he may not be where he should be or she may not be where they need to be financially or their career, but I know they're on a career track, blah, blah, blah. They'll match whatever I'm looking for. You know, but it's case by case. Or even with this particular individual, I was like, okay, they live with their mama, but they just got this huge promotion, blah, blah, blah. I'm assuming they're not trying to stay with mama forever. I don't know because I don't deal with that person anymore. But at the time, I was just like, hmm, well, I know they got some ambition with them. Maybe they're just trying to save coins. I don't know. You know, even though I should have asked, but I was just like, okay, whatever. But I feel like if you know truly someone has potential, okay, fine. But generally, I feel like a lot of people settle. That's my thing. And that's situations where, once again, you need to embrace your singleness. Because I feel like if you're embracing your singleness, it's real easy to say, well, okay, so-and-so not where they need to be at from what I'm looking for. So let me just move on and either be by yeah. myself or what so it's like it's so simple i think at the end of the day it all ties to embracing your singleness i feel like if you don't embrace your singleness you also hold on to people who you don't really need to give a date to or a date seven right. or a date 25 like you should have dropped them after date one you're not compatible yeah. move on okay like stop imagining this great future look at it as a date embrace your singleness and move on and I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people they hold on to the wrong people because they truly have not embraced being single they can't be alone and they also afraid to meet different people and just give themselves a chance right. too well you know what I can say this let me let me back up on something that you said as far as the, the potential I can strongly say this I am proudly 43 years old, and I will not date potential at 43. I dated potential when I was in my 30s, 
to make a real selfish statement like I said (laughs) if God says so on April the 12th which I just found out yesterday is Easter Sunday so I won't be turning up the way I was planning to do for my birthday but that's another story if God says so April the 12th I'll be 43 years old like you said I'm definitely not bench pressing no adults at this point hell if somebody gonna get a sponsor it better be me (laughs) it better be somebody bench pressing me contributing to my goals but it's not going to be the other way around and i don't care if that sounds sexist or one-sided but you brought up an excellent point at a certain age i'm sorry you got to stick with what you choose to seek in a person and i've made that mistake in the past well oh, well, you know, he don't have this, even though this is on my list. So let me, oh, girl, let me just, I guess, compromise on this. And it never worked out in the long run (laughs) because I was compromising. And once again, I'll say it again. I feel it ties into the notion of embracing your singleness because if you meet that person and they just don't necessarily have the things you're looking for, if you're comfortable with being single, and embrace the fact of being single and embrace the notion of in the meantime until I find that person I'm looking for, I feel like you have you would have no difficulties walking away from a situation or a person or you know, I just feel like it'd be so much easier to be like, oh, okay, well this this dude don't really fit my mold or vice versa. And I do know some men actually because I don't want to make it one-sided even though I can only speak from my perspective but I do know some mm-hmm. men who are they're single and they are seeking people and they're good guys but they have issues meeting people like you know uh-huh. and they you know have trouble finding women that you know they're that matches them or i actually had one friend too and this is ironic that we talked about potential and we talked about meeting people where they are so i had a male friend told platonic we were just cool and he asked me for advice one time and he's like well i don't like women from new orleans women from new orleans they just they too difficult 
But here's how, here's where um, the records get. Me being me, I'm very straightforward. Anybody that knows me knows if you rock with me, if you my friend, I'm honest and I expect honesty in return. So this was a person who, okay, 40 plus, no car, lived in a nasty apartment. So I was like, boo, you can't blame women from New Orleans, okay? You don't have a car. You live in a nasty apartment. You're going to knock women from New Orleans? Like, maybe you need to look in the mirror. Now, mind you, I didn't say it as harshly as I just said it right now. Like, I said it from as a friend perspective. He took offense. I'm just like, people don't have to accept BS. I'm just saying, like, I mean, like, don't generalize women from New Orleans just because the women from New Orleans you're meeting. And I don't know any from New Orleans, quite frankly. If we want to generalize women from New Orleans, well, the sisters I know from New Orleans, they not dating nobody in their 40s with no car. They just not. Right. I'm just saying. I don't know anyone. They're just not doing it. Right. It's like, what they going to do? Pick you up? We don't. I'm just saying, and vice versa. As a man, if you met a woman in her 40s that don't have a car, and, and I'm not talking about cities where you don't need a vehicle, okay? We're not talking about that. But. I'm just saying, and it's not even about having a car, but just if they just don't have certain things or they're just not at a particular level in life, you have every right to just not be interested is all I'm saying. And once again, just embrace your singleness. There's so many people on this earth. You really don't have to chase after one or hold on to one that just doesn't fit your list. And there's, you don't have to apologize for that either. Embrace your singleness and move on. And I just think that's one of the problems that we tend to do, we, you know, when we just have issues with moving on. Embrace right. your singleness. There's nothing wrong with being single. It's okay to be alone. It's okay to, like, date several people. Like I said, as long as you're honest and just you're dating to date and have fun, that's perfectly okay. But right. you have to embrace yourself and love yourself and embrace being single in order to have that confidence. And I just think that's the issue. A lot of people don't embrace their singleness. Right. Now, I do want to add add this to that. If you are dating several people, this is what I, the advice that I give to men and women. If you're dating several people, be transparent with that information. Yes. Because it makes no sense for someone, let's just say you, you do like one of the women that you like or one of the men that you like more than the others. And so you give them the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth date. Well, make sure that that person doesn't take that you're giving them eight dates as if you guys are being exclusive. Because some people take stuff and they run with it. Right. Let them know that, oh, I'm dating right. other people. It's okay to say that. And if they're not okay with it, then they'll stop dating you. And that's their prerogative. Allow them that choice. Don't take that choice away from them because they may not want someone that they feel like they're openly in a competition with. Correct. It's crazy and it's too iffy. I agree. I totally agree. I've been in situations like that too. Like just be transparent and let that person know like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just dating. I'm not looking for a monogamy or I'm not trying to be exclusive with just one person. I'm dating. Just give that other person that option to say whether they want to rock with that or not and let it be mutual. Now, on the flip side, I know some people that's selfish and I've been in that situation too where one party is, they're just dating. They're not trying to find anything exclusive. However, they don't want the other party to do the same thing, 
really? Like, that's not cool either. You know, so it's just... Right, it's controlling and it's manipulative, quite frankly. But at the end of the day, people just need to be transparent, you know, when they choose to do that. Because if not, yeah, somebody's going to get their feelings wrapped up in it. And it's going to turn into a disaster, basically. Right. Right, and even... Even with that, with, with the being single, um, I know that there are some women, and I'm specifically sticking to the women for a moment, and I'm going to get to the men. This big thing now, I hear so much of, oh, I'm a boss chief. Oh, I'm stacking my bank. I ain't got time for that. I get into that conversation with a male friend of mine all the time because um, he meets a lot of women like that and then I tell him and he kind of like I don't know are you sure but I say I'm like I wonder if those women are in if they are drowning themselves in their busyness and they're not allowing the opportunity to not be single in because sometimes and I see it so much nowadays where women will get so caught up in making this money or making these moves and then they complain about being single when they when they're caught up in the middle of this and I'm like wait a minute now it's okay to embrace your singleness but in that moment of feeling lonely are you are you what is the word I'm looking for I can't believe it escaped me now are you intentional mm. of, of of finding someone or do you want someone because I'm like one day I hear strong women I'm talking about strong intelligent both move moving and shaking women and they do get lonely too mm-hmm. but a lot of times their pride won't allow them to say you know what i'm lonely but i have not given myself time to be available to anything to any possibilities so i'm saying that to say this when you embrace your singleness that from me what it means is enjoy your life in the meantime if your ultimate goal is to be a wife or a husband for that matter. Embrace your life in the meantime, but if that's ultimately what your heart desires, don't block out possibilities. It's just saying don't sit in the house and look at the wall every day. That's Mm. how I feel someone should be single. Get out, enjoy, start doing the things that you enjoy, and if it's meant for you to find somebody, they will come while you're enjoying doing the things that you like to do because guess what? They're going to be doing the same things because you will have that in common. So don't just get so caught up in your life and mm. and, and being single that you forget that ultimately you said your goal was to be in a loving, healthy relationship because sometimes we block ourselves and we remain single longer than maybe we should have because we we weren't intentional Mm. that makes perfect sense now i know you said you also Mm -hmm. want to bring up the male perspective on that oh yeah me and oh i'm busy i'm I'm making money i'm all about this i'm like really but then stop complaining about being single because you have not been intentional about finding a wife you don't want (laughs) to marry your bank account then (laughs) just <laughs> like mm. just don't buy a ring for it and go on because you're not you're not serious right you're just not serious so but it's a lot of that with this whole power couple thing i hear a lot of men and women say well i want somebody that's gonna build with me or i want to be 
the, the other part of a power couple. I'm like, the thing about power couples, it's a beautiful thing. But sometimes power couples are so busy that they can't ever meet each other because they're too busy. That is <laughs> to, true. To try to, to try to even find that other half. That's so true. So I'm like, yeah, that's a problem because y'all, y'all would be perfect. You know, two people could be perfect and build, but they're so busy making money that they don't, they ain't going to do nothing but ever just make money. <laughs> It's a balance for sure. Right. (laughs) Tell me about it. That is true. (laughs) And that's the flip side, I think, of some people. Like, they may embrace being single too well. You know, because, like they said, they're not being honest to admit, like, well, hey, you know, we all have needs. We all have want a human connection, I would think. You know, some people don't admit they get lonely or just want to. Some people don't actually open themselves enough to actually get past dating or even open themselves up to dating or one thing about dating too I would say when you spend enough time with one person I feel like eventually you gotta ish or get off the pot too though so I feel like if you date the same person for so long it's just like okay what are you doing with that person are you just trying to dangle them along while you decide what you're trying to do or while you just making things convenient for yourself are you really trying to make this person something permanent in your life? You know, I just think they need like a a, bru- a blueprint, I think, for dating. Because I think sometimes people get it mixed up. Like they'll, you know, if you, like I said, if you spend so much time with somebody over a duration of months, I really feel like it gets to the point where you do need to ish or get off the pot. Like, okay, are, is that is this? are we about to be official? Or are we just going to continue to play these little games? You know, over a duration of months, weeks is different, but after a long time, it's, I don't know, like, I don't know, I just think, some people don't know what they want, basically, at the end of the day. Yeah, it goes back to knowing what you want and being intentional about finding that. Now, a dear, dear friend of mine made this statement years ago. She said that she wanted to wear marriage, not try it on. And what she meant by that was she didn't want to be a part of a relationship that continues to go through the motions of being married, like living with someone for 20 years or, you know, hanging out with their family and doing all these things for years on top of years on top of years without ever getting a ring. But it's like, so she would always say, I am trying this on over and over and over and over again, and I can't get this particular jacket to fit me. Mm. So I'm like, that's because you're allowing allowing yourself to fall into the very meaning of insanity. You keep trying on the same jacket. Mm. You keep going through the same thing over and over and over again with the same man, or you leave that man and you get with another one who gives you five more years of of not defining what you guys are doing and definitely not trying to buy a ring for mm. you. So we do have to decide. And again, this is not gender specific because I know men who would like to be married, but the woman that they're dealing with keeps giving them the run around. Mm. So on both ends, people need to put their foot down and dare I say ultimatum because I did not used to believe in them. But now that I've gotten older, I say, you know what? All an ultimatum is is saying that either you're going to make a decision, what we're about to do. No, damn it. Let me erase all that. Let's go back in time. 
I don't need you to make a decision about me. I need to say this is what I want. And either you do it or we're done. And they must mean when they say that because when it comes to ultimatum, the problem with that is women and men will give those and they will give a weak, flimsy one. Mm. They don't mean it. They're not prepared to walk. They're just throwing it out there. <laughs> it's like an idle threat. Right. So if someone's been in something too long and they're either ready to make it happen or walk away, they need to do one or the other and stick to it. Mm. <laughs> stick to it. And be prepared to walk away if that person just says, I'm not ready. Oh, you touched on something earlier, too. When you started, you started talking about excuses as to why. Uh, I'm not financially there. Uh, there's, there are some things that I still need to do with my life. Uh, you've been saying that to me for five <laughs> years. Your life ain't together yet. Those are excuses. Correct. Excuses. And once again, and- it ties into not being able to embrace singleness. I feel like sometimes people string people along because... Once again, they can't fact they can't fathom being alone. So it's like, okay, well, if I got this warm body next to me, who is gonna really sit there and eat up my bullshit? Excuse my language, but we are adults here. Hey, this female or this man is literally eating up my bullshit. Okay, because at the end of the day, I truly don't know what I want. I'm not ready to commit to them. I'm not ready to put a ring on it. But I'm gonna date them and string them alone because they're still eating my bullshit. So. Hey, I'm I'm getting all these benefits. I'm still getting sexed. I'm still getting a body next to me. I see, who who would toss that away? I mean, let's face it. I mean, if a person gonna sit there and eat the bullshit and st- and stick around for this, yeah, they gonna string them along. Cause once again, we got two people that's not embracing their singleness. The person that's Hi. being strung along can't embrace the singleness because they haven't sat there and said to themselves. Well, gee, um, Joe Blow or Sally Sue really ain't trying to commit to me. Maybe I need to move the hell on. They haven't, they haven't embraced right. their singleness because they're still taking it. And who knows? Uh, let, let me find a name for this person. Billy, whatever, or uh, Sally, whatever. She's sitting there like, okay, well, this person is continuing to tolerate my nonsense. I know I'm not giving them any clear answers. But, hey, they still here. They still tolerate me. So I'm going to roll with this. <laughs> I'm still getting what I want. I still get sex when I want to. I still get somebody to talk to and put up with my nonsense. And on top of that, they glorify my excuses. They condoning me. So, and I'm not trying to be alone, but I get exactly what I want in the meantime while I decide what the hell I want to do. So they not they not embracing their singleness either. So it's it, it all goes back to just embracing being alone. Because if you can embrace being alone or being single, once again, I feel like you're not going to tolerate certain things for too long. You're going to be more confident to say, oh, well, you know, this is not working. I'm going to move on. Right. Right. And people need to, they, they definitely need to understand it. And I love the fact that you and I both agree that this is, again, not gender specific, that it goes, that men have the same problem. Oh, yeah. That that women have with embracing singleness or letting go of situations that need to be let go of. Oh, definitely. It's a vicious cycle. Oh, definitely. I know plenty of men that have been in situations where they should have been walked away. But once again, it's a warm body. (laughs) They not, you know, so they rather have that warm body and that toxicity 
in that dysfunction and that ambivalence because they don't have anything concrete or they just having issues then to be alone then to be happy being single then to love yourself and be satisfied with yourself they rather deal with this person who this woman who is just not giving them what they want fully but they getting something because <laughs> some people settle for something okay i can't get everything i want out of that person that person's not willing to give everything to me but i'm getting something and once you start settling something becomes enough for you unfortunately but that's something don't ever fill that void and that's the problem and that's when we start short changing ourselves because we embracing that something. Well, it's something. It's, it's enough. You know, it's good enough. It's better than nothing. A lot of us has that have that habit of saying that too. Over, I don't know if you've ever talked to somebody that's in a dysfunctional or toxic relationship. Oh, well, it's better than nothing. We tend to do that. You know, you notice that's a good excuse that we give ourselves to tolerate something or to settle for something. Well, it's better than nothing. And that's where the problem lies. A lot of us with the wrong person, we lay next to the wrong person at night because it's better than nothing, is what we've told ourselves. Like you said, it's a warm body. I wanted to, to touch on something else, too, in, in regards to embracing singleness. Um, one of the things that I've seen is that sometimes people struggle to embrace their singleness because... They're surrounded by people that are in relationships. Mm. That's hard because in some cases that makes them even more lonely mm-hmm. because everyone around them is booed up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at this and then they're like, well, who do I hang out with? And I'll tell you, here, I live in Atlanta and I've, I've been here for, I think, six years now. And... I do have friends here, but more often than not, they've been in relationships. And because I couldn't embrace being alone, not just in a romantic relationship, people need to be able to embrace themselves if they don't have friends around to do these things with. Because if your friends are married or or in relationships, does that mean you still don't live your life because Mm. you don't have anyone? and you don't have anybody to share these special moments with, you still need to embrace the fact that, you know what? My friends aren't able to feel this void that a man or a woman would feel. So I need to, again, get back to doing what I do for me. I still, because either I'm in a relationship or I'm looking for my friends to be my my, uh, boyfriend, so to speak. I can get out the house without thinking that, you know what, I was born, and I came in this world by myself, I was born by myself, so I can't take away from the fact that they're busy or they're caught up in their relationship and say that, well, I don't have nobody to do this, which which actually makes depression worse. Mm. They will fall into a state of depression because now they're feeling like they don't have anyone. Right. So it it is worse. So with me, I definitely had to pull it all together and go because friends weren't there. My family doesn't live here. I don't have a man. And I'm like, what am I doing sitting in this house looking at the wall? I'm single. Let me go and find something to do. But you know what? So I didn't want to bring that in because sometimes we use our friends as an excuse. But I'm happy you you said that. 
like you read my mind because I was just thinking the same thing. That's another reason why some people can't embrace single because, oh, well, my cousin is married or my best friend or my sister or my brother. First of all, another thing, too, and this is kind of slightly, this might be like a real reach, but social media will have people envying the wrong couple any damn way, first of all. (laughs) Okay, because, yeah, you know, they all booed up on Facebook or Instagram with these little dumbass hashtags, but if you really knew what they was dealing with behind closed doors... You got the victory because you single and don't have all this damn drama, you know. But sometimes right. we just get so wrapped up in this couple. Well, they look so happy right now. Who knows what they're dealing with? Okay, and that's not an excuse okay. to say, oh well, they got a nice relationship. That's them. Let's say the per- the couple you may be envying, and envying is a real scary monster. Okay, but let's say the couple that you are envying, or you may look at it and you say, oh, I wish I had that. Let's say it is healthy. Everyone has their own timeline. And what so-and-so got at 32 may not be your journey until you're 48 or 52 or 37. Who knows? But the thing is, we got to, like, stop comparing. Oh, well, so-and-so's in a healthy relationship and they have kids. Well, I want to be married and I want children, too. You got to live your life in a moment because life is too short and fragile to... Sit back and wait and say, oh, well, you know, like you said, I'm a way to buy this house until I get married. I'm a way to go on this cruise. I'm a way to go on this cross country journey until I, I get married, until I get in a, a full relationship. It's really ridiculous, actually, when you think about it, and especially the fact that some people really take their life and time for granted to that degree where it's like you're going to make that big of a gamble. Seriously. Right. Uh, let's say, for example, let's say someone pulled out a crystal ball and said, I can't tell you the date, but I will guarantee, I will confirm that you are going to meet that person. But mm-hmm. here's, here's the, here's the, the cliffhanger. It may be in five months, five years, or 10 years. Are you still going to sit there and gamble your time away <laughs> waiting for that person? Or are you going to live Why? in the moment? Like, it's ridiculous. And it's really sad that some people really, and I'm sorry, but really waste their lives away waiting on a person and another thing that you said too we came in this world alone here's the thing i can marry my dream man michael b jordan tomorrow but guess what i still gotta even die alone okay whether i'm married or in a relationship i'm still dying alone actually we leave in this world alone as well so it's really sad that we some of us really sit back and wait time is uh, Time is a very manipulative thing because a lot of us think that we're guaranteed old age. We're not. Like, that's that's an illusion. And I said that so many times. I especially said it after the whole Kobe Bryant thing. We're not guaranteed old age. So don't waste a second or a, a minute or an hour or whatever on a person. That's just me. And that may be kind of harsh, but I'm just saying some people really, truly just cannot embrace being single. They can't embrace being alone. They put off so many things because they're waiting on that person. I mean, and it is human. It's natural. Not everyone is meant to be single, meaning not everyone's going to be that comfortable with being single too, you know, and I get it. You know, I'm blessed that even though I'm single at the moment, because I'm not even dating someone that I was dating at one person at one point. Um, but I am blessed to have my three children, okay? And I'm blessed that, I mean, I'm divorced. So I've experienced a marriage. I have children. So 
in some aspects, yeah, it is easier for me to say that because there are some women my age that have never been married. They don't have any children. So I can sympathize. I do understand that perspective, but I'm just still saying to God still has a plan for us all. And sometimes you have to accept the reality like, hey, I may not be a mother. I may not get that husband or that wife. I may not have children. I'm just saying, and it's harsh, and I'm not saying it's easy to accept if if that's something in your heart that you, let's say you really want children, so you really want to get married one day. You really want that spouse, and you're pushing mid-40s, and you're looking at the biological clock like, well, hey, I mean, I don't have forever to have a child, and I don't have any at this point. And I'm not saying that's an easy thing, but all I'm saying is you still have value, and who knows, there may be another purpose for you. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not, you know, like I said, I do get it if you're at a particular age in life and you've never been married and never have had any children. But we also get dealt certain hands that we would not have given ourselves. And once again, it goes back to embracing what the plan God has for you, embracing where you currently are. Okay. I haven't told one of my male friends, this is one of my good close friends. We were just talking about relationships or whatever. Um, He's single, too. And I was just like, you know what? I accept the fact that who knows? I'm like, I may be single until I walk off this earth. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm when I wake up tomorrow, am I going to say, well, you know, still don't have Michael B. Jordan's number. Because like I said, I am obsessed with him. I love him. I think he's perfect. But anyway, (laughs) I still don't have a hookup to Michael B. Jordan. Am I just going to stop living? Am I not going to travel? No, I'm still going to live my life. And I'm like I said, not everybody is me. And I get that. Not everyone's going to have the same confidence that me and you are discussing at the moment. And I get it. But my whole intention too with this episode is to just take heed to what we're saying and realize that there's still value in your life. Okay, there's still some goals that you can focus on. There's still ways to be happy at the end of the day. Let's put it that way. Because depression is real, okay? It is 100% real, I'm telling you. So, and I get it and I understand loneliness. I get bouts sometimes where I'm like, you know what? I I really kind of need, like, I need that person. You know, I want that person. I want I want to be that person for someone else as well. And there's some moments in my life I'm not there. But you still have to get up in the morning. You still have to find a reason to have some joy and some happiness. And that's my only thing. You know, I know there's some people that's going to listen and they're like, well, these two, they tripping. <laughs> that's, what, that's probably what they're going to say. Like, they, they them two tripping. They just making it seem like it's so simple, you know, to just be alone. And I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is to still find a way to be happy in the meantime. Just like Iyanla wrote a book years ago called In the Meantime. Okay. So just enjoy your life in the meantime is all I'm saying. And that's all you're saying about embracing being single. If your heart, if that's your heart's desire to one day be married, but you're not, but just you don't have any prospects right now. Just my whole thing is just don't wait, okay? In the meantime, still be happy. If you want to buy that house, you better buy that house. When you find your Boaz a decade later, well, guess what? You and Boaz going to have some rental property, okay, to rent to somebody else. 
y'all gonna have some investments okay yes. if you want to travel to spain right now girl don't wait for boaz you go do it now so when you and boaz meet a decade later guess what y'all have your little picture you can show boaz well look at me when i went to when i went to spain don't wait okay if you boaz looking for hey if you looking for your root you better go live your life now when you get with Ruth. Okay, maybe five years from now, ten years from now, you can show Ruth all the, the wonderful things you did before you met her. And you'll be well-rounded for your Ruth. That's right. But just don't sit there and wait because life does not give us that type of time. And that's the thing I wish people would kind of understand. Like, stop waiting is my thing. Be happy in the moment. That's right. Because you know what? You, you don't know how long that moment is going to last. Mm. You don't know. So you, you have to be happy and enjoy as much of each moment that you're given. My mom's favorite thing now, she's she's 69, and she says all the time, and it, it irks me, but I understand what she's saying. She says, baby, I have more years behind me than I do in front of you. Mm. And one day, you'll be standing in my shoes. Mm. And when it first hit me, it bothered me because no one likes to think of losing their parents. Right. Which is absolutely right because we don't know anybody that's walking this earth now for sure that is little forever. Correct. So she's right. She's 59 and she said, I don't have 59 years in front of me and I know this. So she lives her life to the fullest and she's right. If I'm blessed to get to that point, I will be standing in her shoes one day, and I want to be able to look back over my life and say, I'm proud of the life that I've lived, and I have enjoyed myself, whether it was with a mate or not. Because Mm. I can't, I won't settle, and seeing as though I won't settle, I don't know what's going to happen from this day forward. But I do know that I'm going to live it to the fullest when my grandmother died a few years ago i read a poem at her funeral funeral and the poem was called the dash Mm. and it talked about the dash between the day you were born and the day you died and that is the most important thing in your life what will you do with that dash between your the day you were born and the day you die and it's not guaranteed that there's going to be somebody to live that dash with you it's up to you because on that tombstone is your name. Mm. You gotta make it count. You're right. And that's a, another thing which goes back into what I always talk about self love and self empowerment. You have to value yourself too. And that's one thing too that I think causes some people to have a hard time being single because they don't value themselves. They're not loving themselves. And sometimes they're seeking certain things that they're lacking or certain things that they're craving from another person instead of, instead of looking at it within themselves and working on that within themselves. Sometimes I feel like things that we're struggling with, and we're all human. I don't care. There's not one perfect person walking this earth. Everyone has a wound as far as I'm concerned. Okay. So sometimes things that we have within our hearts are that we need some healing with instead of doing some self-healing sometimes we also feel like once again I I like to use that term that warm body is going to fulfill that void it's going to give us that healing and it's not 
it all goes back also to loving yourself and valuing yourself too. I feel like if you value yourself, I think if we truly look at ourselves and once again, that's how the whole gold queen started. So just to backtrack a little bit, the whole gold queen privilege prize package started because there was a guy who, um, from high school, I had not seen this person. I'm class of 1995. I've I've already been transparent about my age. Okay. (laughs) So 1995, (laughs) well, 1995, he inboxed me like last year. Okay. Um, you know how some people do from people from high school, Facebook trying to get with me, right? Whatever. Uh, So he's inboxing. We just chit chatting. One night he inboxed me and was like, oh, you know, it's, I could be over there and like, 20 minutes or whatever. And I was just like, oh, you know, it's not that kind of party, right? Now, mind you, this is somebody I hadn't seen since 1995, 1995, 25 years ago. He was hot shit. But we're talking 2019 of last year when it's like, no, boo, I'm the hot shit. And you, you quite frankly, aren't. So I was just like, oh, it's not that type of party. So maybe a month and a half later, and this is ironic because last Wednesday, I want to say last Wednesday or Thursday marked the year since this debacle happened, which I'm about to get to. So maybe a month later, now mind you, since ever, when I had said, oh, it's not that type of party, when he said, oh, I could be at your house right now, so it's not that type of party, a Hi. whole month later, I get this lengthy inbox. Now, I'm in the middle of working. This is when I was working for the man at the time on the plantation. I'm busy working. I don't have time for people to bug me while I'm working. So, like, I look at my phone and I have this lengthy freaking inbox going on and on. Well, I just wanted to let you know, um, when you say this night, that type of party, um, it was a real turnoff. I'm not some dog that you can give rules to. Girl, when I say I got it from my desk. Because I'm like, and I went in the restroom because that was my little secret spot to talk to people. I went in the restroom and I started my reply back. And anyone that knows me, when I start any phrase with, first of all, it's about to be on and popping. Okay, start moving the furniture, back up. When I start any statement with, first of all, it's a problem. So I politely reply, well, first of all. Let me explain something to you, you know, and I went on like, I haven't seen you in, I don't know, gee, nine, uh, what, 24 years. Like, I can tell you what I want to tell you, vice versa, blah, blah, blah. So maybe a week later, I started thinking and I'm like, you know what? A weaker woman would have been all for that. A weaker woman would have been really upset that he sent the stupid and I mean, quite frankly, stupid ass message would have been hurt by it. So what I did was I thought about it and I wrote a Facebook post and I said, you know what? I want to make this message for all the single women that I know reading this. I want to just let y'all know you are, you're the the privilege, the prize and the package. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And that's where the whole light bulb came in my head a few days later. Like I'm about to put this on a shirt. So that's where gold queen started. And that's my whole thing with you better love yourself. And that was the second go love yourself. I'm torn. It's like when you have children, you know, you have you can't pick a favorite, but it's like go queen privilege package and go love yourself. I'm torn because go love yourself is, is when I say that's like my heart, you have to love yourself. And I'm saying that from a person who 
didn't always have self-confidence, okay, who's been in an abusive relationship, who's had a, a had family members not be the kindest to me, okay, that eats at you. But to barrel back, you have to love yourself first. If you don't love yourself first, you can never honestly be the person you need to be anyway for in a, for a relationship, at least not for a healthy one. And once again, just to tie back to what we're saying, because I know I kind of rambled, but embracing your singleness, you you can never embrace anything if you don't love yourself. You're not going to be happy with yourself. And, all, and then on the flip side, how can you expect someone else to be happy with you? How I expect you to like me if I don't like me? How I expect you to love me if I don't even love myself? I can't even let you know how to love me or how to like me. I can't even acknowledge what you're doing that I don't like or that I that, that's or that's not expressing that you truly love me if I don't love myself. So once again, just to be happy, you have to love yourself. It's literally impossible to be healthy, emotionally healthy or mentally healthy if you don't love yourself. You're not going to be happy being single. If you don't love yourself because you don't enjoy your own company. Just like you said, Valentine's Day, you had a ball because you love yourself. Imagine if you sitting there like, oh, man, you, oh, China, I'm, I'm, oh, I don't like myself. Look at me. Look how I look. Like you said, you made sure you look like a bad bitch that day. You was all dressed up. Imagine if you sitting there, oh, Lord, I don't like how I look in this dress. My hair not right. I mean, come on. It's self-deprecation. If you don't love yourself. Right. If you don't love yourself, you can't be happy. You have to love yourself in order to embrace your singleness. Because at the end of the day, embracing your singleness means you are your own company at that point. Okay? You your own best friend. Just like Beyonce, me, myself, and I. You your own best friend at that point. And, you know, I'm not trying to be facetious, but you do have to love yourself. At the end of the day, in order to embrace your singleness, embracing your singleness is also embracing yourself or who you are as a person. And I guarantee anyone listening, when you embrace your singleness, you're also ready eventually when it's time for you to start dating and it's time for you to start seeking a partner. You know yourself fully so that person knows how to love you or how to treat you or how to respect you. You have to know yourself in order to seek goodness for yourself. It's a reflector. Right. And you know what? This is something else that people who are trying to embrace their singleness can do. I don't know if, if anyone out there has, if you were a fan of the show Being Mary Jane, but on the show Being Mary Jane, Gabrielle Union was the main character. Mm-hmm. And the show went on about her life and her dating, trying to find herself. But one thing that she did that I absolutely loved was to put the positive affirmation on her mirror mm. in the bathroom. And I started doing that. So while embracing your your singleness, that's a great idea to get up every morning and, and of course, pray, but to also put those affirmations on your mirror and leave them there as long as you need. You are beautiful. You are worthy. You deserve the, the best in everything. You are intelligent and all of these things and keep looking at that because in that in those affirmations whether you are validating yourself you don't need to hear that from anyone in the outside world not man or woman you are saying that to yourself every day so that when you go out into the world you're looking to do things to satisfy your 
yourself, things that make you happy. And just as I stated earlier, if you're out and you're doing things that make your ha- make you happy, and it is your heart's desire to find someone else in this big, beautiful world, you will find them while you're doing everything that you love to do. Because guess what? This is I stated earlier. They'll enjoy doing the same things that you do because you, again, will have that in common. Mm. And that will be someone where you don't have to please, you don't have to uh, have a representative, and you don't have to meet theirs because you will meet their true person because they will be doing what they love to do. They will be intentional about making themselves happy. Right. These guys will bump into each other if looking for But if you are happy with just being single and that's your plan, for the for the rest of your days, then enjoy it. You, not everyone again is looking for marriage or partnership. Some people are just happy within themselves, and that's amazing. Right, that's amazing. and there's nothing wrong with that. So I know uh, we're kind of getting close to time, so I do want to wrap it up. And once again, this has been an awesome conversation, and I feel like we could devote probably two, three, four more hours (laughs) to this. Um, But before we do wrap it up, I do want to give you the floor with some lasting words. So as I tend to do some time, let's say someone's listening, and they're at a stage where... They're trying to figure out, okay, I have my, my, my outline, you know, I got my list of, you know, my IBM, my ideal black man, or uh, I'm a ideal IWM, who knows, some people, we do have other races that listen to, but whatever. Right. Let's say you're at a stage in your life where you're looking for that person or you want to date or whatever it is, but you kind of need some tips on, okay, how can I embrace the in the meantime stage? How can I be happy? Do you have any tips on, hey, or just any final thoughts on embracing your singleness in a healthy manner? Okay. First thing first, I encourage everyone to create a vision board of some kind. They have online vision boards. You can just get a sheet of typing paper <laughs> and write out the things that you want for yourself. Also, these are these are goals just for your life as a whole, okay? And work every day on making those goals happen for you. Make make those dreams for yourself come true. Also, write down on another sheet of paper what you're looking for because as we stated earlier most people don't know Mm. write down what you're looking for in a mate if that's what you you want okay once you write that down be intentional about being the person that would fit with this person that you say you want because i will tell you life jennings that's my guy that's my r&b guy right there (laughs) he has a song called statistics and Mm. in that song he says, do not be a nickel out there looking for a dime. So if you've written this sheet of paper out of things that you're looking for in a man or woman, uh, you better get get up on that level. Mm. Because if that's why you're reaching. Mm. If, if you're not there yourself, you're reaching, which means that on that vision board needs to be everything that's on that other list. Because if this is what you want, you need to be that person too. So in a sense, Get yourself together in the meantime. Go out. Go to the amusement park and walk around. Walk around the mall and window shop if your pockets don't say shop, shop. 
Mm. Enjoy yourself. Take yourself out to a nice meal. Go to the gym and work out. Go to a movie. Go out. If there's a concert coming to town, go and buy you a ticket for one and don't feel bad about it. Go, don't miss any more moments of a life that you don't know how long you're going to continue to have. Mm. And my last thoughts are also this. There's a beautiful piece by the author's name or the writer's name is Mandy Hale, but it says, God, help me to see the good in the not knowing, the joy in the in-between, and the meaning in the meantime. Mm, I love that. And once again, I'll say this again till I'm blue in the face. I probably say it almost every podcast. I find some way to say it. I'll say it again. Go love yourself. You have to, no matter what phase that you're in right now. If you're just dating and, hey, you may have bigger goals. You want to meet that person and have that solid relationship, but you haven't found that person yet. So in the meantime, you're just dating. If you're in a stage where you're not even doing that, you're totally single, okay? Maybe it's by choice or perhaps it's because because of, I don't know, work, whatever, location, you're just having difficulty even finding people to date, which is totally fine. Are you in a stage where you may be in a cloudy period like we just mentioned? You may have some people that, you know, you rock with, but it's not solid. You don't know what stage that you're in and you're just trying to figure out what you want. Whatever stage that you're in, if you take anything from these podcasts, I think this is episode 16. If you take anything from this, love yourself. And I'm not an expert. Miss China's not an expert. But we're giving you honest perspective from people who have taken a step back and realized, hey, there's just a point in your life where you just got to love yourself and enjoy yourself at the moment. I mean, me personally, I like to travel. Hell, I travel with my children. We went on a cruise last year. Would it have been nice to go on that cruise with Michael B. Jordan? Of course it would have been. But, because <laughs> I'm a keep shouting on Michael B. Jordan. But, you know, in the meantime, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to stop myself and say, because I had that point. In, I actually had that point in my life one time when I'm like, well, I can't do this until I get remarried. You know, I better wait. Baby, time waits for right. no man. We tomorrow's not promised. This evening's not promised. We can't we can't right. keep insulting God like that. Like we just know that we have all this time. Cause like they said, if you want to make God laugh, show him your plans, show him your outline. He's gonna laugh in your face and tell you to keep it moving. Okay, we don't right. know what's waiting ahead for us. So in the meantime, and I keep stressing that phrase too, thinking back to Yanla's book. In the meantime, just make sure that you love yourself and make sure you find what makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, you hold the key to your happiness. It's not that person that you're dating or the person that you want to date or the person that you want a serious relationship with. You hold the key to your happiness. You can't even receive happiness from another person if you don't know what makes you happy. How can you receive what you need to feed yourself if you don't even know what that is there's no way to know that unless you know yourself unless you love yourself unless you treat yourself correctly unless you take time to know yourself so whatever stage that you're in make sure that you love yourself that's the only way to embrace your singleness fully and to embrace any stage of life that you're in you have to truly love yourself and value yourself 
So, once that's again, right. I do want I know I just preached a sermon, but <laughs> I really feel that's one of my main things is loving yourself. And, like, in the future, I do want to do some podcasts where I give some more of my background because, like I said, I'm not perfect. I've been through some shit, okay? And I know I've cursed a few times in this podcast episodes, but when I say I've been through some S-H-I-T, all caps, bold letters, exclamation point, it's a journey to get to where I'm at, and I'm still a work in progress. But my That's whole thing was. Girl, look, we. That's next. Trust me, because that's what I want to do next. That was my whole thing with this podcast. Is I'm like, you know what? I want to start sharing my testimony. That's that's all I can do. It's just share it. Either you can receive it or you don't have to. But it's for healing, and it also heals me because I feel like if I can give my testimony, it strengthens someone else, and it also strengthens me. Like, okay, well, my living's not in vain. I can share my testimony and inspire somebody. So, like I said, I'm very big on loving yourself. And once again, like I said, I'm going to get to that in a future podcast where I start sharing more. You know, I've been giving nuggets in these podcasts but i definitely plan to do some more to get more transparent because that's my whole goal like i said it's not for self-glorification i like to be transparent but before we wrap this up i definitely have to thank china the writer again so china give people with how they can contact you give them your instagram handle give them your contact information okay again i am china the writer and instagram is my chosen platform so i'm on there every day having a ball, but it is at China, of course, that's C-H-I-N-A underscore T-H-E underscore writer, W-A, oh goodness, I can't spell it, I'm a writer, W-R-I-T-E-R, again, that's China underscore the underscore writer, and um, just to, to throw out there, as it says, I am a writer, I have several books out there on Amazon, if you go to my Instagram page, you will see uh, all of my books there and a wonderful video so that you can kind of see what they're about. But I, I would love to have you with followers and you can join your fun. Well, you heard Miss China. I'm going to make sure I have all her contact information when I publish the, the the podcast episode. And as anyone that follows me, you know I'm big on Instagram, so you'll see all the information there. So I definitely want to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you, everyone that's been listening. This is a slow process. Like I want to get some episodes in before I focus on subscribers. Right now, I think we're at 20. And trust me, you would think it was 200, 2,000. I couldn't be any happier. So until we meet again, thank you for joining the Q Chat. Thank you. Oh, and everyone, don't be afraid to go solo. Yes, go solo and go love yourself.